That's one of you all. Thank you all for tuning in to the nation as we begin to talk about this Dallas Cowboys sports talk and uh, information beyond. Really appreciate you guys for this midday sports report. My name is Law Nation. That's L-A-W Nation. Uh, you can find this on iTunes as well as Google Play and beyond. Also, we have Roku. So we are here, there, and everywhere. Really appreciate you guys. Uh, I have my timer up top so they can keep me focused and let me know what time I got to get on out of here. But uh, we're going to try to do this less than 30 minutes. All right, so we're going to talk a little bit about Ezekiel Elliott and other the running backs uh i'm gonna pull this information from 105.3 to fan uh they're gonna talk a little bit about the money aspect of ezekiel elliott as well as other running backs that um that i guess exist before ezekiel elliott contract so we're going to go into those details really appreciate you guys shout out to all of the notification squad uh for those uh who's uh tuning in to this thing really appreciate you guys uh let's listen in to them and we will have a quick q a if possible after this this stream Yeah. Just keep it football, though. I mean, uh, I don't. I don't think you have to consider anything other than football. No, you guys not able to hear it, right? All right. So what we're gonna have to do is I'm gonna exit this out, and we'll be right back. In the building, guys. Murphy Law is always in the building, so we're gonna re relaunch this thing. Really appreciate those who are uh, getting the notifications again. Apologize, really, really do apologize. But what we was talking about is the Ezekiel Elliott contract and how it will, um, I guess, go down the line as an effect of uh, of everything else. Let me see what's going on with this um, this deal here because. I'm having a little issues with my, my, my background, my backdrop music. So give me a few seconds, Cowboy Nation, as we can figure out what the world is going on with this. <laughs> but really appreciate those who are in the mix, man. Thank those who are part 13 of the running backs squad. to receive Let's at go. least $10 million guaranteed on a new contract. None of them have done what in those deals? It is our number three of the G-Bag Nation here, home of the Cowboys, and this is a segment I really would love the Cowboys to hear. Yeah, we're talking Zeke. Let's just keep it football, though. I mean, uh, I don't I don't think you have to consider anything other than football reasons uh, to talk about letting him go after uh, two more years, but our friend Bobby Belt tweeted something about the running back position that the Cowboys really need to take into consideration and I would like to cordially invite each one of you to take into consideration if you're already yelling at the radio you can't do it without Zeke he's the straw that stirs the drink all this stuff I'm just I need to reset it uh the the running back situation has evolved and it sucks um but the truth is being a superstar at running back Mm -hmm. matters a lot less than it used to and being young at running back matters a lot more uh, than it used to. All right, for those who just now tuning back in, uh, what we're talking about is that's the uh, the running back situation. Should we pay Ezekiel Elliott? And then they're going to go into details of other running backs that was paid before Ezekiel Elliott. And uh, that's what we are talking about. From 105.3 to fan, I'm just going to do a reset. Really appreciate those who are in here. Thank you. Thank those who are part of the notification squad. Really appreciate you guys. And uh, I got my timer up there just to make sure that we are all on the right page. Right. Let's go. So let me let me first of all give you the 13 running backs, uh, the last 13 to get a new contract with at least 10 million dollars guaranteed. And you tell me what these guys have in common. Todd Gurley, 
Uh, well, I know what he has in common with himself. Uh, good. Him and David Johnson have lower extremity injuries in common. That's probably going to be a pretty big theme here with that position. Devonte Freeman, Shady McCoy, Jarek McKinnon, Lamar Miller, Muscle Hamster, but don't call him that. Call him Doug Martin. DeMarco Murray, Chris Ivory, Jonathan Stewart, there with the Panthers, Arian right. Foster, Houston, Adrian Peterson, and then, of course, uh, Beast Mode, Marshawn Lynch. They all got uh, new deals, $10 million or more. What do they have in common, Jeff? What do they have in common? Oh, what do Let's they see. have in common? What's up, Sheila oh, Neal? Shout out to you, Ivan. They did it not. It doesn't end as well as it starts. There you go. Okay. None of them ran for their career high in yards with that new contract. The best was already behind them is, uh, to me, the major takeaway. And it, it, it does suck because so many of the stars from the history of the game have been running backs. Yeah. You know, mm-hmm. and I love running backs. They're the best athletes on the field. They score touchdowns. They do. They're usually awesome dudes that, you know, are right there in front of the camera and and they, you know, they they, they have, uh, you know, ha- had their signature all over the league for a long, long time when it comes to being superstars and having mm-hmm. sports center worthy plays. I mean, some of my greatest memories of watching football are because of the running back position. Um, so for a lot of us, especially the older generation, I don't think young young fans are going to look at it quite like this because they're coming into a game where they're asking the uh, the running back to do a lot more receiver type of stuff. And the, the running back position is is not as as much of an icon as it was. But, yeah, I've been conditioned to love running backs. Everybody has. Everybody's been taught, hey, this is the – it was the most important position for a long, long time. But what they did is they changed the game and they made passing the ball significantly easier. And then the quarterbacks got better. I don't want to put it just on the rules. I mean- yeah, so what he's saying is that uh, – and we all know this, uh, especially when you look at it from the, uh, I guess, other running backs' perspective. Like, remember Edgerin James? He helped out Peyton Manning so much. Corey Dillon, he helped out uh, Tom Brady so much in his young career. Jerome Bettis helped out uh, Big Ben Roethlisberger in, throughout his career. And y- you start to look at these things. Beast Mode, of course, helped out, guess who? the uh, Seattle Seahawks, uh, Russell Wilson's. And and then if we look at the uh, Philadelphia Eagles, when they won the Super Bowl, remember they had a running back by committee type of approach. They had three running backs out there that was running the rock, and there was the third overall in rushing. So they helped out the young quarterback, and then it helped out Nick Foles. So running backs plays a crucial role in the NFL. And if we go all the way back, uh, there was a guy named Dorsey Levins that helped out uh, Brett Favre to get there. And then there was a guy named TD, Terrell Davis, that helped out John Elway. And then we can bring up the fact of Emmitt Smith. So I believe deep down in my mind and my heart and soul that the running back still is a, a, a crucial spot. But they always overlook, right? Running backs are always overlooked until you really need one, and then you say, okay, I got one. But then it, then again, we have found running backs in the fourth and the fifth round that was serviceable enough to make things happen. So this is what their conversation is based out of, basically. But they're going to talk about I mean, the coaches, more the quarterbacks, and the wide receivers have all gotten so good that if you're running the ball, mm-hmm. uh, you're, you're putting your team behind the eight ball. Unless you're running the ball, here's the thing. When the other defense is convinced you're going to pass. And Mm. then it doesn't matter if you can break uh, yards after the first contact. Oh, look at all these yards I got after first contact. Well, guess what? The, the, The running backs that are running the most efficient are in passing games that already are giving that to you. 
you're already right. getting to that level of the defense where they got to rally everybody and get to you. So this dirty yard concept, uh, wow, he got that extra half yard. Forget mm-hmm. that. Just pass again. You want more <laughs> expected yards? You don't need the superstar running back that might get you a half yards to three-quarter yards per carry more over the course of a season. What you just need to do is pass the ball more efficiently and go take eight yards. <laughs> so that's kind of where we're at, and I wonder how much the Cowboys are going to be looking at it, Jeff. I think they know it. Um, <laughs> Talk to I them, don't Jeff. know if their actions will reflect that they know it, but I think they know it. I think they have realized a lot of things. That's why after going on such a great run, what, 7-1 and one to end the year and making the postseason after adding Amari Cooper, like even after going all that, their head coach is on the hot seat because they know things that their team could do better that they don't. They mm. know about the antiquated stuff and they know about the outdated stuff. With the scheme. Mm. Do they know that about but positional I, value? I, they do. Are they willing to they confront do. that? That's the, that. the positional battle. Um, and then what they're talking about, the NFL has moved so, so much beyond, hey, we're going to give the guy, we're going to ground and pound, we're going to ground and pound, and then we're going to throw to daylights. Uh, the NFL had made it so easy now to catch the ball out of the backfield for a wide receiver to, to only have, as a DB, man, that's a hard position to play. Man, you gotta. You can only be aggressive until the first five yards, right? So we saw that the uh, the new trend was when uh, Chris Richard started to get these bigger physical uh, cornerbacks. Say, okay, you, that's all you're gonna give me is five yards. So we're gonna make sure that you earn every inch of it. And that's why he want those bigger physical cornerbacks to play these wide receivers and play up tight and up close because. He want to get as much aggressive as he can because outside of that, remember back in the days when Michael Irvin was playing and beyond or before that time frame, look, you can be physical 10 to 15 yards down the line as long as the ball is not in the air. So those are things that, uh, as long as you don't turn and pull on the cloth, there's other techniques that you could have could have done back in the days. So what what he's saying is that, they, that the NFL – has fell so much in love with scoring the points. Remember the L.A. Rams versus the Chief game? Everybody like, oh, that's an exciting game. That's what football should be be about. And everybody was looking at their fantasy points, and they was looking at everything. And the younger generation was just like, ah, yes, this is how we're supposed to see football. Launching the ball down the field. This is how we played Madden and things like that. But the reality of it, of it is that that's not football. Football is supposed to be like 13 to 20, maybe, uh, or 13 to 10 type of stuff. Ground and pound, good defense, physical. I mean, if you if you get to 25, if you get to 26 points, yes, that's a good game. But the real good games are 16 to 10 or 17 to 14, those type of games. But I know that the, everybody loves, like Chick Diggs, the, home, the, the big ball, the home runs and stuff like that. Everybody want to score points. But the reality of it is that that's not real football. <laughs> but it's story. That's the big day. question, the, right? Okay, the first one they is, know the first one is yeah. yes, and the second one I think is no. Mm-hmm. I think that they know it, but I think that they're going to look at Ezekiel Elliott as being so good. And this goes yes, back to no, how you yeah. started this. Mm-hmm. I don't want this to be true. No. <laughs> I want having the best runner in the league to mean that it, life is awesome and you're going to win a bunch and give him his money and let's go. Woohoo! this is great. Uh, and I think they will. I think they, unless there are other off-field things that give them pause, 
Yeah. I think they would look right. at him and because what they're going to do is they're going to look at the end of his deal and he's going to be instead of DeMarco's going into his age 28 year, his will be like 26. Mm, and right. So they'll go, oh, you know, he's not yeah. at the end. He's we got three more enough. good years in right. here. Right. Uh, <laughs> I think they'll talk themselves into it because it's good for business. Right. But it, it, it'll never be a good idea. And if it if it hurts your cowboy or sports heart to hear this talk, <laughs> pretend we're not talking about Zeke. I can't pretend right. we're talking about the Rams and the mistake they made paying Todd Gurley, even if his knee wasn't bad. It would have mm. been a mistake to sign that deal. I thought you were wrong, Gavin, when you named all the running backs and you named Adrian Peterson. But I look I mean, it's completely right. I couldn't Is believe it? this. So his first four, right. one, two, three, four years in the NFL, his lowest total was his fourth year where he ran for 1,298 yards, and he was averaging 4.6 per carry. And then in his sixth year, so this would be kind of your last year of Zeke if you played it out of, we're picking up your fifth-year option Mm -hmm. and we're franchise tagging you. That was his 2,000-yard season. Then from there, that was 2012, so six years in the NFL. Here comes years seven Mm -hmm. through the end. 1,266 yards, 75 yards. Oh, this is 1,485 yards, 72 yards. 520 yards and last year 1042 yards like literally after his sixth year wow. it was over wow he had, he had from 2013 to 2018 stuff, he stuff, has had 3,000 yard seasons mm-hmm. in that six-year span or five-year span but i was like no like adrian peterson's the best i've seen in the last 15 years at the running back position and he just seems to be like a Timeless. hoss and everything yeah. and i get that he's right. had injuries where one game for 75 yards and blew out but i was like wait I mean, it really, after six years in the NFL, it was it was kind of over. Not completely over, but it was over as being a dominant guy. I mean, it's just so risky, uh, you know, for injury reasons. Right. But then when you think, okay, we're going to pay this guy, and maybe he doesn't get hurt, but there's just something so profound about getting into your late 20s at running back that maybe wasn't true. Because for the longest time, running backs would play into their 30s and still be effective, but... Is it the speed and size of the linebackers? Will the defensive ends track you down in today's game? What is it about maybe a, a half second of a 40 time that you lose in that first half decade of your NFL career that is you know, stopping running backs from being as good as they were at 23-24? Well, my thing is uh, you, you got to look at it too. Like you mentioned, the, the, the linebackers are bigger now. They're a whole lot stronger, faster, and uh, plays are more efficient uh, as far as on the defensive side of the ball. So you're looking at a, a, I guess, turn of the corner with the uh, running backs. But I'm thinking that everything kind of reverts itself back and then at a position where nobody was drafting the running back in the first round, all of a sudden now you start seeing a little bit because you can see how you can utilize that running back. My thing is a running back, when he gets to his third contract, you may have to really look at it and say, ah, I don't want to really make that move because it hurt my team down the line. Now, if you make one of those incentive-based second-year contracts, well, second term, uh, well, second time, whatever you want to call it, uh, contracts, then maybe that's where you have your longitude and latitude will be at. Let me know, Cowboy Nation, how you guys feel. Uh, David B. says uh, Frank Gore is still a good running back. Yes, and that's could be Ezekiel Elliott down the line, or it could be like the Arian Foster. You know, it's it's like a fickle process whether or not whether you go with a a Frank Gore type of guy or 
you're going to go with like a, an Adrian Peterson type of guy. Or if you're looking at Ezekiel Elliott and you, and you slide into things that he that happens off the field, which is another conundrum and another situation of its own, to me personally, just to me, um, I'm looking at feeding Ezekiel Elliott for one, for his second deal. You know, go go with his second deal. That's, that's for me. But the third deal, that's when I start playing hardball. But he's still going to have to clean up some things that happens off the field. Uh, let me know how you guys feel about everything. D. Will says Amari Cooper is the next Jerry Rice. <laughs> I can only pray and hope so. Shout out to JJ Triller and shout out to Silver and Blue Nation, man. Really appreciate them. Don't forget to follow them on Facebook as well as YouTube. Uh, follow them, hit them up too. So uh, Michael Carter says, Go Birds. Shout out to Michael Carter. Uh, Zeke is a special back. He will play at least seven more years. This is Say Prime Time. Hey. That's what's on his mind, say prime time. He said Ezekiel Elliott is pretty much a, a next generational type of guy. My only reservation that I will ever have with Ezekiel Elliott is when it becomes late. Jerry Jones cannot turn off his phone. Jerry Jones is going to always be looking at it like, man, I just hope that my guy can be in uh, before dark. I hope my guy can be in uh, and be ready for practice the next day. I hope he's not out there parlaying. That's the only thing. All right, so we have over here John House. Shout out to you, man. <laughs> I can't, I can't, I can't repeat what you just put out there, but shout out to you. Say what you like, podcast. Hit them up as well. It said it takes the right structure when it comes to running back contracts, even more than a quarterback contract. I agree. The only thing is the quarterback gets so much longitude and latitude. The quarterback, because you can have a quarterback that can be trashed for his first two or three years, right? And he can continue to be playing and continue to play and develop and develop and develop. And before you know it, he's 32. Then all of a sudden the lights are on and he's still playing. 35 and 36 and 37, 38, 39. A quarterback can still be playing. But a running back is lucky if he can get to 28 and 29 years of age to play this particular sport. Especially when you're talking about a... um, a linebacker getting bigger and stronger, and the defenses are are are, uh, are defensive fronts are getting bigger and stronger. So you are having a little issues with that. If I was the uh, scout, and a shout out to Will McClay, uh, he's not interested in none of the jobs out there as far as Houston or the Jets. I think the Jets just ch- signed a uh, GM. Shout out to Will McClay. But if I'm a, a GM, I'm going with the process of trying to get multiple running backs, running back by committee, and then I'm trying to not lowball that position, but I'm trying to lowball that position, if you know what I mean. And I think that's what will help out Ezekiel Elliott, the Tony Pollards, the Jamez Olawale. They have to step it up. Kelly Moore must figure out ways to spell Ezekiel Elliott right, rightfully, so that he can extend his career. Because he's been the battering ram, boy. It's not going to look pretty for him down the line. That's a great question. Uh, the Cowboys, I mean, Fisher has told us their study basically says 28 is the number where you go, uh-oh, mm-hmm. we're in trouble here. So, I mean, obviously the amount of uh, damage that you take as a running back, especially if you're somebody like Zeke or mm-hmm. Todd Gurley or pick your uh, bell cow type that's going to touch the ball 350 times a year. Now, if you're a starter, as soon as you get in the league, especially if you're highly drafted, Mm-hmm. If you're a highly drafted guy, that means, I promise, for at least two years in college, you were getting the ball 250, 300 times. Right. Yeah. So, I mean, if anybody wants to go out back in the backyard and for five or six, seven years, mm-hmm. just 
go ram into the fence 300 <laughs> times and mm. do that for seven straight years. Like, it's it takes a toll, and yeah. you're not going to be quite the same, and you can still right. be good. Adrian Peterson's still pretty good. He's yeah. still good. He's 100 yeah. years old, and he's still I pretty know. good. <laughs> Zeke will always be a good player. Right. But I just think between the fact that it's the most reliant position in football, mm. what you do is determined by what the people in front of you do. It's not determined by yourself. Mm. Zeke can do more than most on his own, maybe more than anybody on his own. Right. But you're Can't still, most of what of you can stuff. do is determined by other people combined with the fact that you're not 21 years old anymore. You're yeah. not 22 years old anymore. Mm. You've been hit now 3,000, 2,000 more times, 1,500 mm. more times, something like that. It's just, it's tough. It's crazy because... It's you know, and I've, I've been talking for years how the running backs need their own union because they shouldn't have to wait four or five oh, years to become idea. free agents, especially if you weren't drafted in the first round. It's robbery. And then after four years, it's like, okay, goodbye. But, you know, what do you do about it? You're, you're looking at a position that should actually make less in the second contract. If we were going to be accurate, it's like, okay, you're a free agent now. Every other position, you get a raise of about three to ten times your salary. But you guys, you're old now, and I know you're coming off an 1,800-yard season, but you're going to need a pay cut. Yeah, and, and, and I don't know what to do about that. And I don't think the union... They'll be able to no. do a running back no. union. No, they won't. No, it just it. It, it needs to be negotiated <laughs> by the teams, and I, I think the teams are in the process of gaining knowledge on this, and they're going to reset it to. Sorry, if we're doing second uh, contracts, they need to be very team yeah. friendly with lots of options. I'm glad right. that Jeff talked about the 28 <laughs> years old because I will be willing to do this with Zeke. Uh, is play out this year his fourth year, play mm-hmm. out his fifth year, and be like, all right, we won't do the franchise tag. We'll do a deal. You can make it five years. I don't care. Three years guaranteed. Uh, something like, like that, and so, yeah. And so we get to 28 years old. We get That's to, a win. We get yeah. to eight years in the NFL. We got mm-hmm. eight years in the NFL to you, and then we have to get rid of you because what you're just putting up there, Gavin, is it just, and especially in the recent football history, is nobody can do this. Nobody can do this at 30 years old uh, productively. I mean, Frank Gore Peterson right. kind of last year 4.2, but – before that, you have to go back to 2015 when he was actually a decent player. And, Mike, I, I'm kind of with you. I don't think I'd be upset if they want to keep him, you know, for the next five years and work out a deal like that. But I could also get on board with the idea, and what do you think, Jeff, that we're already overpaying Zeke on a what? rookie contract to be in the $8 million range because you were picked so high already. Okay. So I'm thinking franchise tag fifth-year option. If the Cowboys said no on those, I, I, w- I could sign off on that plan as well. I've never truly agreed with Jeff on the like a top-10 pick, like you don't take a running back, but this segment's really changing my mind. <laughs> <laughs> and I love, I love Zeke as a player and think that he can help lead the team to a Super Bowl. Earlier in the day, I think he's going to go over 1,400 yards easily. I think he's going to be an MVP candidate because I do think the Cowboys are finally going to get to an NFC Championship game and maybe even a Super Bowl this year. And mm. I think He's going That's to be a stuff. major part of that if that all happens. But still, when you look at the history of these guys, when mm. they get close to 30 years old, you have to get rid of them, and they should not be on your team. The only way they're on your team is you're like, yeah, we'll pay you $2.5 million to be the backup <laughs> running back and carry the ball 7 to 10 times a game. Uh, you good on that one, Jeff? Yeah. All right, it is the Jeep bag. All right, so that was the end of that. My thing is, in closing of all of this information, man, really appreciate you, uh, DJ. I'm, I'm going to try to uh, – I guess answer your question once this uh, stream is posted and I put it in the comment box. Uh, my thing is Cowboy Nation. It, it's a fickle process. Uh, it, it sounds good when we're talking about this and what they should do with Ezekiel Elliott and not saying that they're going to put him on a franchise tag and, and, and expand him. But remember, due to Ezekiel Elliott off the field situation, it hurt his pockets. 
Now, I know he made more money than me and everybody that's in the chat box probably combined. But what happened here is that he's not getting any of the endorsement deal. Let me know one commercial have you ever seen of Ezekiel Elliott. <laughs> There's tons of commercials right now with Saquon Barkley and beyond, right? But Ezekiel Elliott off the field issues or troubles or woes or trials and tribulations have caused, has caused him so much money that he's going to look for that bag. And rightfully so, he's going to need that paper. He's not going to look at a team-friendly deal going into his second contract. So it, Sheila Neal said, never say never. I, I feel you on that. But I'm, I'm just looking at it from, from these angles, and that's just the reality of it. So um, hopefully, Cowboy Nation, we can uh, continue to grind. We can continue to shine. But let me know. <laughs> should Ezekiel Elliott get this paper, or should the Cowboys figure out ways to try to maneuver and say, okay, we're going to pay you a futures contract, but they're gonna have to, we're going to have to take our word for it, Zeke. <laughs> let me know, Cowboy Nation, one way or another. Let's continue to grind. Let's continue to shine. That's been my time. I really thank you all for yours. And remember, you're listening to nothing but the best. Let's go, Cowboy Nation. Let's G. Oh, let me find my music, too. <laughs> really appreciate you guys, man. Let me know if you guys like this topic, man. Let me know if you guys like the Midday Sports Report. I'm all open for feedback. And that's how we grow, right? Learning and understanding what you guys love, right? Hmm. Love is a powerful word, right? But also, you got to refocus and tool, retool your mind. Yes, when you're up against the struggles, meet it squarely face to face. Lift your chin, set your shoulders, plant your feet, and take a brace. When it's vain to try to dodge, do the best that you can do. You may fall, you may conquer. Let's continue to see this thing through, Cowboy Nation. Remember, this right here. You do good and work hard for an organization. <laughs> you make some good money, but if you do good and you work hard for yourself, you'll make a living. Lifestyle generation change, baby. Let's continue to grow. Let's continue to grind. Salute. And remember, you all are listening to absolutely nothing but the past.